everybody, and happy Easter! Welcome to That Wrestling Show, the podcast where all pro wrestling matters. I'm Bill, and is with me is Fro. How you doing, Fro? WrestleMania! Woo! Uh, some of it was really good, but not all of it. <laughs> well, we're going to be uh, giving our thoughts on WrestleMania, uh, the big two-night extravaganza that happened. Uh, plus, we're going to talk about some other stuff. Um, yeah, are we going to talk about the best Raw ever? Oh, the my god! <laughs> so good! Oh, my god! So good! Oh, I... Uh. I I can't wait to get into that because that was um, so good. So, no, no one. <laughs> I mean, how bad uh, was it? Well, you guys will find out how bad it was according to one website in a little bit. Okay, I will. I'll, I will. I will say it. it's probably the worst WrestleMania I have ever seen. Oh, the worst uh, Raw after WrestleMania. Raw, yeah. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Alright, um, so we got to get into some stories, and we're going to start off with this very minuscule, minute story that uh, WWE has been sold. Oh yeah, uh, I, I haven't heard absolutely nothing about that, you lied. So, you know, and, and this is weird, because the, the best way to put this is... It's WrestleMania Sunday. We mm. had we just had the first night. First mm. night was tremendous. Oh yeah. And I was about four hours away mentally, getting ready for the second night. Mm-hmm. And I get this notice. It says WWE is about to be bought, and I'm like, excuse me. <laughs> what did you just right. say? Yeah. So, uh, as it turns out, Endeavor, which is the parent company of UFC, has bought WWE. And what they're going to do is they're going to merge UFC and WWE under a new name. What the, now, the name right now is New Co., but that can obviously be changed. Terrible name, by the way. Well, I don't think it's going to last that long. Yeah. Um, so, here, here's the important thing, though, on WWE's end. Vince McMahon is staying in power. Uh, I mean, yay! Uh, no. <laughs> he will be... Basic. He's gonna be the person. He and Ari Emanuel, who's in charge of Endeavor, they're gonna end up being the guys that make the big decisions on the business end of WWE. Uh, Nick Khan goes from CEO to president of WWE, and Triple H will remain in charge of creative, but Vince will have influence and power over all the major creative decisions and could have power over all decisions as things played out during the week. Whatever do you mean, Raw, after WrestleMania? (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> for people that doesn't know, yeah, that was uh, Vince driven wrong. Um, let's okay. I, I I think what we should say here is we as fans mm -hmm. knew in the back of our head, and and that's the royal we, by the way. We as fans knew, okay, WWE is going to be sold. We just mm. don't know who. The worst, mm. the worst fear was it was going to the Saudis. Yeah. That was like the biggest fear we had. CNBC was the one that broke the news that this deal was going to be done. And... It was announced Sunday that the deal was going to be done, and it was finished Monday morning. Um, it, the deal is expected to be finalized, and the company will go public in four to six months. Uh, Meltzer is saying if the deal, if the merger isn't finalized by the start of 2024, which is unlikely to happen, the deal would fall apart. So pretty much this is all we're waiting for is crossing the T's, dying in the I's, and... You know, a lot. Yeah. One thing that I think we should keep our eye out for in, I, I'd say, the next six months to a year, is going to be the TV deals. Mm. Where does that go? Because right now, UFC, a lot of their stuff is on ESPN Plus. They have a pretty good deal there. However, WWE has this deal with Peacock, which runs until 2025. Mm -hmm. So there's so many ways that it can go that nobody really knows, I think, at this point. Yeah, I would agree to that. I don't think anybody knows. And I also think it's... a. Uh... It is, it's interesting that uh, the structure of this new company uh, is uh, laid out the way it is because it gives uh, Vince enormously much power. Uh, and I think that's uh, one of the things that I am most confused by is how involved he will be with this new company when he more or less said that he would never be involved again. So, mm -hmm. yeah. And one of the things that I did read was Vince will stay in his position until he either health-wise can no longer continue, mm -hmm. if he's dead, the, among other things. So, she, you know, he's going to be there for a while, but... Yeah, not happy with that. I, I mean, we gotta take the bad with the good, you know? I mean, yeah, Vince being there sucks, especially with all the scandals that came out last year and the hush money situation, but like, it, it could have been worse. Could it? It could have... I'm not sure uh, after watching the role after I mean, it could be worse to be honest. I'm, I, I meant on the business end. Uh, Creative end, uh, I don't know. 
We'll, we'll wait and see. But, yeah, Endeavor now has WWE. They're going to merge with UFC. And, and for anyone that's asking, no, you're not going to see WWE guys compete in UFC. And more than likely, you're not going to see UFC guys competing in WWE. Well, not in the first place, no. Right. So, um, so yeah, we will wait and see how things go with that. Um, so some other news to bring up. Uh, if you didn't hear last week on our big WrestleMania Super Show, uh, we talked about an incident that took place in Los Angeles uh, during one of the wrestling conventions with uh, Giselle Shaw and Rick Steiner. Mm -hmm. um, Rick Steiner, the next day, was banned from going to the convention for his comments. And eventually, hopefully down the line, uh, there will be some type of a conversation between Giselle and Rick Steiner over what was said. Rick Steiner has made no comment since this incident. Um, and I found out that he is a member on a school board in Georgia. Mm. So, gotta wonder if that'll... <laughs> that'll lead to anything. I doubt it, but you never know. Um... So, like I said, no real update on that. And another piece of news. In this story, I... it's it, This goes several ways for me. Part of it is I feel sad and disgusted. Another part of me feels this should not have been put up on social media. And another part of me is like, I kind of want to see where this goes. Okay. So, a few days ago, uh, Vicky Guerrero's youngest daughter. Oh, this case. Yeah. Yeah. Ed, Eddie, Eddie and Vicky's youngest daughter went on to social media and said that on a cruise in 2020, Vicky's current husband sexually assaulted her. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, okay, this is, you know, this is kind of a bad situation. Vicky, <laughs> Vicky comes out and says, look, we've been working with you in therapy. We've been trying to do everything to get this settled. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, I had no longer want anything to do with you. And I'm just like, my God, you're disowning your own daughter and defending your husband. Mm -hmm. So then, the other daughter, the oldest daughter of the two, of Eddie and Vicky's, goes on to social media and says... Yes, this happened. The sexual assault happened. Mm -hmm. But I no longer want to talk to my sister anymore. Been nice to her. 
you know, but trying to help her. <laughs> so weird. The situation is. Oh so my god, weird. this gets. Oh. <laughs> so, uh. And then Chavo gets involved. Mm-hmm. And he is in support of the 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 young lady here. And then the third Guerrero daughter, the one that Eddie had while he was separated from Vicky, comes out and supports his stepsister, saying, you know... You're the youngest. Yes. The youngest, yeah. Yes. I believe you. This happened. I will support you. Uh, this, to me, says a lot about how dysfunctional this family is. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to... Me, I am not going to bash... Like, I, I could bash Vicky right now, but I'm not going to. She, she basically made a fool out of herself. Yep. Um, I do hope for help for her. Uh, for Sherilyn, that's her name. And hopefully this gets settled. But I, I, I tell you what, because I really don't want to. I, I don't want to read the quotes at all. Um, this is just a sad story that did not need to be put up on social media. Um, I think what Vicky's. Well, I agree. I I think what Vicky said, basically saying I disown you. Um is terrible. Mm -hmm. This is the kind of thing that should never be put up on at, on social media at all. Yep. And this is a valuable lesson to everyone that while there are times where we want to put stuff up, you know, and just spill our guts out, there are just some things that you just shouldn't put up, and that is one of them. Mm -hmm. So, Whew. yeah, hopefully we're done with that story. Hopefully. I don't think we will be, but... That's the sad I... part. I don't think we will be. No. I have a sneaking suspicion this will come up again. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. There, there is one piece of news that came up this morning that yeah. I that I found interesting. Maybe you will as well, because you do watch New Japan. I do. Uh, this morning in Japan. So this would have been while I was asleep and probably you were asleep as well. I'm not really sure. New Japan... All Japan and Pro Wrestling Noah are going to make an announcement this Wednesday. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing. All three of the promotions put the same video up on their social media platforms saying, yeah. saying, restart and unite everyone's power again and again. And the video ended with the message announcement coming up in three days. 
So you think they are going to merge? No, I don't think so. Um, okay. My guess, and I'm only taking a guess, mm -hmm. because the last couple years, uh, New Japan and Pro Wrestling Noah, they had done joint shows together. And then about a month ago with uh, the Muto retirement show, you right. had New Japan wrestlers, All Japan wrestlers, and Noah wrestlers working together uh, under the Noah banner. I think what this is going to be is it's going to be some kind of like a super show. Okay. Like with all three. Forbidden door for like Forbidden Doors? Yeah, for Japan. Yeah. Ah. I would like them to merge together, to be honest. Uh, I would like them to could become a big, like, Japan superpower. That would be cool. Mm, I don't no. think that would... I don't, I don't think that would work. No? No. Maybe not. Who knows? We, you could be right, I could be wrong. You, you, we never know. Yeah. So... I would love to see that. Yeah. And the final piece of news before we get into four shows in three days. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, plus, plus we will talk about Raw and SmackDown. So. Yeah, because there is actually news from SmackDown. Uh -huh. um, AEW announced on Dynamite this past Wednesday night that they announced the first... UK show for AEW. It will be August 27th at Wembley Stadium. Yeah, and for people that doesn't know, this is a fucking big stadium. It is enormously big. Um, it is going to be uh, the biggest show in wrestling history if they sell out. Uh, if they sell out in the UK, right? Not even, not even uh, WWE has uh, sold out such a big arena. And yes, I'm going. Well, <laughs> well, I mean, WWE, you know, they had SummerSlam there 30 years ago, and they were they got about 80,000 people there. So right. that's, you know, that was a big deal at the time. This, I think, is a big deal because this is, to this point, or will be to this point, the biggest show AEW yeah. will do. Yep. <laughs> because, number one, it's your first UK show. That's, that's the first thing. Mm -hmm. The second thing, you're doing this in such a historic venue. Wembley mm -hmm. Stadium. And if they get... I'm going to go with what Dave Meltzer said. If they can fill 30% of that stadium, that's going to be a huge success for them. Yeah, yeah. And it's... I am, I'm going to predict it will be around 80%. Mm. Yeah. All right, we'll have to... We'll have to see for that one. Uh, tickets go on sale in a few weeks, and then, yep. and then, and and it was confirmed that All Out will take place the following weekend. So, mm -hmm. so.
So you're going to get two AEW pay-per-views back to back. Yep. You know, I uh, I talked to my dad. We talked a little about it. And, uh, yeah, I'm going in August. I can't wait. I'll make sure you get your tickets because I'm sure they're going to go right away. Well, like I said, I don't, I don't think it will sell out. Well, like, well, like I said, well, we will wait and see what happens. Yeah, it would, it would be funny if it sold out, but they'd have to get like the biggest possible main event for it to be a sellout. But I don't think it'll happen. <laughs> Okay. Oh yeah, it should be it should be a fun show to watch. Yeah. All right. So, uh, we had in a three day period four major shows that took mm -hmm. place, and I was able to watch the main event of one show this morning before. We got recorded. So I have all of my grades ready to go. Some of these reviews are probably going to be a little bit shorter than others. Just to give everyone a fair warning because, you know, we, we like our listeners to stay with us. So uh, we're going to do our best to keep it, um, you know, as short as possible. But I, you know, I doubt it because we have so much to talk about. So, we will begin with Super Card of Honor. Yeah. Um, now, did you see the pre-show matches? No, I did not. I just saw the main show. Okay, I'll, I'll take care of the pre-show. Uh, mm -hmm. There were four matches. Um, I'll, I'll just say the grade and what Meltzer... Rate of the matches. So the first one was Tracy Williams and Jeff Cobb. On paper, this should have been a really good match. Yeah. However, however, it just felt like a hey, everyone's coming into the building. Let's, you know, oh, no. which is unfortunate because they're both really good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Cobb got the win. I gave this match a D. Meltzer mm. gave it two stars. Okay. Uh, then the second match was Kanosuke Takeshita against Willie Mack. This started to get the crowd going. This was a fun match. Uh, Takesh Takeshita got the win with a Blue Thunder Bomb and Running Knee Combo. I gave this a B minus. Meltzer gave it two and three quarter stars. Okay. Then we had women's action, Willow Nightingale against Miranda Elise. Uh An alright women's match. Nightingale got the win. I gave it a C. Meltzer gave it two and a quarter star. And the final match, Stu Grayson against Slim J. Uh, again, it was a short match. It was a decent match. Nothing really to write home about. Uh, Grayson got the win. I gave it a D plus. Melter gave it two and a quarter stars. Cool. All right. So now to the main show. Uh, Ian Riccoboni, Caprice Coleman, and 
Wait, what's this? Nigel McGinnis on commentary? <laughs> yeah, that was fun. Yep, Nigel is on commentary. He is uh, going to be, I think, doing back and forth between AEW and Ring of Honor. So that's really cool. I liked it. Yeah, it was fun to have him on oh. commentary. Oh, absolutely. He, he's good. Yeah. Okay, so our opening match was for the AAA Mega Title. As mm -hmm. Commander def or challenged the champion El Hijo del Vikingo. Yeah, as someone that has never seen any of these teams before, uh, I I'm satisfied with this. Uh, didn't really uh, move me in any way uh, because, like, yeah, when you don't know the people that are there, and it's kind of like hard to. It's hard to, hard to get super involved with some of the matches. Mm -hmm. But it, yeah, no, I thought this was good. This is the best match of the show, to me. Yeah, you thought so? I, I thought another match was better, but yeah. Um, I'll tell you what. If you... Definitely, definitely was like, yeah. I think it was like number two. If you are not like, if your eyes are not on either one of these guys, you really should. Yeah. These two are yeah. going to be something real special the next couple years. I agree. Uh, Vikingo won with a Meteora and a 630 Centon. Mm -hmm. I gave this an A. I gave it a B plus. All right. Uh, Meltzer gave it four and three quarter stars. Nice. Uh, next match... For the Ring of Honor six-man tag titles, Metalik, Blake Christian, and A.R. Fox challenging the Kingdom. Mm. Yeah, I like the Kingdom. Um, yeah, no, uh, this was okay. I, I, I presume nothing super great. Not my favorite match of tonight. I wonder if you can guess it before I say it. Uh. <laughs> You know what? I thought this was a decent match. They had a hard job to do yeah, following, following that match. That, yeah, I agree. But I thought they did a good job here. And yeah. for the time that they were given, you know, I, I thought they were, you know, they looked good. Uh, Embassy won. They retained the titles. Mm -hmm. I gave it a C plus. I gave it a C plus as well. All right. Uh, Meltzer gave it three and a quarter stars. Yeah. Uh, next match was for the Ring of Honor women's title. Yuka Sakazaki challenging Athena. I know this mm -hmm. is. I know this is not the one you were looking forward to. <laughs> no, I don't like Athena. Um, <laughs> I really don't like her wrestling style. <laughs> I, I, again, I thought this was another decent match here it was it was totally okay but i still don't like it you know oh it's that's fine like, yeah. that's fine it's just like it's it it's just a preference of mine i don't like her wrestling style i just i don't like her uh, i don't think she's good at the mic there's a lot of things that with her i just don't like but yeah no this was totally okay uh, i knew who was going to win it was very easy to presume that very mm -hmm. soon. So, yeah. Um, so Athena retained, hitting the Eclipse. Yeah. I gave this a B minus. 
Uh, yeah, I gave this a <coughs> C minus. Ooh, okay. Mm. Meltzer gave this three and a quarter stars. Mm. Um, next match was for the Ring of Honor television title. Mark Briscoe mm. challenging Samoa Joe. Mm -hmm. uh, this was an emotional match. Mm -hmm. uh, probably not the most emotional match. There's one later no. that's more emotional. <laughs> yes. But this told a really good story, I thought. With everything that Mark has gone through the last few months, losing his brother and mm -hmm. having to go now on his own, and here's Samoa Joe, arrival of the Briscoes, Mark's going for the TV title. He's got his whole family there. His wife's mm -hmm. there. His mom and dad are there. His seven kids are there. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm not exaggerating. That is how many kids he has. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's not on Nick Cannon level, but, you know. <laughs> or, or Elon Musk. <laughs> Wait, how many does uh, Elon have? I think he has one less than Nick. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh. So, um, anyway, the story of this match is Mark is doing everything he can to win. Mm. He mm. wants to win this title. Yeah. And Joe is able to put in, you know, the, the choke, the rear naked choke, and Mark passes out. He passed out. And Samoa Joe won, which you called. I will mm -hmm. give you credit. He won the match. After the match, they shook hands. Mark was holding back tears because this was the last time that he was coming out as a co-holder of the tag team titles. Mm -hmm. um, kissed his wife, kids. Uh, and then he, and then if you go on social media, if you go on to YouTube, he cuts a real emotional promo backstage, which I really do recommend everyone check out. Um, I gave this a B. Yeah, so this is in contender of my favorite match. Okay. I, I really uh, thought this told a story. Uh, I thought uh, the promos were amazing for this. Um I will give this probably uh, an A minus. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Really like this. Meltzer gave this four stars. Cool. Uh, then the next match, and, and I'm going to be honest with everyone. This is where I went to sleep because I, you know, I come home from work, um, and I was. I was going to do my damnedest to watch this show. Mm -hmm. The fact that I got to this match, I I was impressed with myself. Not because it was a bad match. It's not a bad match. It's just, I felt, yeah. Yeah. So, it's Hiroshi Tanahashi against Daniel Garcia. And the first thing I noticed when I watched it live, Tanahashi's mm. missing his teeth. And I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm like, wait, when did this happen? Right. And then, and then they mentioned that he had been on a show the night before and lost his teeth in a match. So it was kind of weird to see Tanahashi without teeth. Mm. Uh, this was a decent match. 
Um, I kind of, I kind of feel in a way this was maybe the bathroom break match, and I don't like to use that term. But I, I, I wasn't a big fan of this match to be honest. It was a slower match. Yeah. It, really, it definitely wasn't my cup of tea to right. take mildly. Right. Yeah. Uh, Tanahashi got the win with the sling blade and the high fly flow. This was a weird Tanahashi match. Um, mm. I gave it a C. Yes, this is probably my least favorite match of the night. Uh, where does it rank? Yeah, I will give it a D minus. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Meltzer really didn't like this. Meltzer gave this three and a quarter stars. Mm. Then we go to the Reach for the Sky ladder match for the mm -hmm. vacant Ring of Honor World Tag Team titles. Aussie Open, uh, Top Flight, Los Faction and Gobernables, the Lucha Brothers and the Kingdom are in this match. And, and I kind of figured when you said there was another match that you preferred, I, I kind of figured <laughs> this was the one. I loved this match. This was one of my favorite matches of the night, yes. I thought really it had really a... Liked it. Honestly, I thought it had a little bit of a slow start, but once really? it picked up, it picked up. I, I didn't think there was any pacing problems with this. I was involved with this, uh, not knowing all of the wrestlers even. Uh, I I would say I know 80% of them. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, no, uh, this really hit me in my throw heart. Uh, this is getting an A++. Uh, but yeah, I really like this. It's not my match of the weekend, but uh, oh, holy right. moly... It's probably up there. Um, we do have to mention the spot at the end mm. where Penta hits uh, the Canadian Destroyer so good. off the ladder through the table, and you see Dante Martin's poor leg break. Yeah, yeah. Like, and, and I saw it, you know, watching the show, and I was even kind of squimish because it was like, oh my god, it's bending away. It's not supposed to bend. Yeah, and I, and I knew about it, so I was prepared because I, I watched uh, uh, Ring of Honor uh, on Tuesday after WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, this was an emotional match. Yeah, we really loved this. After it was over, Mark Briscoe came out hugged the champs and an FTR came mm -hmm. out to hug the champs and mm -hmm. uh, you so could good. see you could see Matt Taven he was crying during the match you know because this yep. meant a lot um I gave this an a minus for yeah. me yeah like I said a plus plus for me uh Meltzer gave this four and three quarter stars mm. Uh, then we go to the Ring of Honor Pure title match. Wheeler Yuta defending against Katsuyori Shibata. Um, this was a good match. I really enjoyed this match. Um, it was yeah, just... Well, you, you needed to follow that. That is hard. Uh, yeah, yeah, agreed. 
but and I was like, yeah. I mean, it's not a bad match by any chance. I'm not, I'm not going to say that, but it's just like it, it's hard to follow such a good match with a match that this I felt started a little slow, and I I didn't really got invested in, in it even by that. So, uh. I mean, I I watched the match. I thought it was good. Um, mm -hmm. I liked I liked the fact that Yuda was being a little bit different. He did a low blow kick to Shibata, you know, behind the referee. He did the punch in the face, which is a warning in pure title right. matches. But this was just all Shibata, yeah. basically. And he wins the title. I did not expect Shibata to win the title, which I liked. I thought... Yeah, but it felt a little, like, left-sided. Uh, and by that, I mean, like... When you don't get any offense as as the wrestler that you kind of wrestling mm -hmm. against, it feels a little like that's maybe one of the reasons why I I couldn't just engage with it. Right. Um, I gave this a B plus. Uh, I gave it a C minus. All right. See, we're we're disagreeing, folks. Look at that. It's a mm -hmm. it's a healthy, you know. Um, <laughs> Meltzer gave this three and a half stars. Yeah. And the main event, and this is the last match that I had to watch before recording, uh, for those that were curious. Eddie Kingston challenging Claudio Castagnoli for the Ring of Honor world title. Um, this wasn't, this was a good match. Um, mm -hmm. I think... It kind of got overshadowed by the opening match and the ladder match. So they yeah. were kind of in a hard position. This yeah. told another good story where, you know, Eddie is just this bulldog. He just won't quit. And Claudio, you know, he was being the wrestler and Eddie was being the fighter. Right. And it was just a really good match. Mm. And the end, Claudio goes for the Ricola bomb. Eddie Kingston reverses it into a Hurricane Rana pin, but then Claudio reverses the pin into a Sunset Flip pin to get the three and the victory. He didn't mm. cheat to get that pin. He just came up, did the Sunset Flip, and won it. Yeah. Um, I, I thought this was okay. I mean, it... Uh... I I would um, probably say it's uh, up there of my matches of, of this pay per view. I gave it a B plus. I I'm a little bit lower than you on this one. Okay. I gave it a B minus. Okay. Um, and I like both guys. Yeah. This just felt I don't know. Uh, Meltzer gave it four and a half stars. Cool. All right, and that's our review of Supercard of Honor. So, one down, three to go. <laughs> and our next show is NXT Stand and Deliver. Uh, this is a show that Fro and I, until about, oh, what would you say, the last... Last match. Actually. Yeah, just about yeah. the last match, we watched this show together. Mm-hmm. So, um, we'll begin with a match that ended up being the pre-show match, but 
probably was the right call. Uh, Chase U against Schism for control of Chase U. And this, to me, was kind of what it was going to be. Yeah. And, and one of the things that I pointed out to Fro was... This is at 9.30-something in the morning. In the morning! In yeah. the morning. <laughs> it definitely felt like that. Oh. Yeah, no, no, nothing, nothing against the audience in, in this pay-per-view, but oh, holy none. moly, they were dense. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I said... <laughs> it's like uh. I said... It's like I said the fro. Like, the earliest I've ever gone to a wrestling show was 12 o'clock. Yeah. That's a that's a fair time. Yeah, nine thirty is nine thirty in the morning. Ah, <laughs> oh. yeah. Um, yeah, and the audience of this, uh, the audience were more or less dead through the whole pay per view. But it was a good pay per view, and it's not their fault. No, it's just the time. It was just the time was so weird. Mm. Um. So basically. The story of the match is Duke Hudson never gets tagged in. So funny. And then, when he finally does, mm -hmm. Joe Gacy gives him a schism shirt, and he's like, alright, I'm going to join you guys. But, Hudson takes the shirt off and beats them up, and Chase U wins the match to keep control of Chase U, I like that little twist there at the end. Yep. I gave it a C minus. I gave it a C minus as well. Huh. Meltzer gave this two and a half stars. But it was very much perfect to have on the pre-card. Mm -hmm. Because it was a match, match for nothing and it was quite a funny match. Like, I, I would say it was the, the, the best, like, just pure funny. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so now we're going to get to the main show, and we start with the six-woman ladder match for the mm. NXT women's title. And I got to say, these women busted their butts in this match. Yeah, start, starting with probably one of the best matches of the night on this pay-per-view. Uh, yeah, I, I have it in contention. Yeah. <coughs> um, this was just... A good ladder match. Uh, you had the right people coming in, doing the right thing. JC Jane getting in, costing Gigi Dolan the match. When it looked like Gigi was going to win. Everybody was doing everything they could. And then we get to the finish. Here's Indy Hartwell. Who is the only one in the ring. Everybody else is out. She can't climb the ladder. Her so leg funny. is too hurt. But all of a sudden, here comes Dexter Loomis from under the <laughs> ring getting this huge pop. Yeah. And he kind of, well, not kind of, he helps Indy, puts her on his shoulders to climb up the ladder. Indy grabs the title. Indy is the new women's champion. It is one of the best spots I have seen in quite a while. This was a nice ending. I liked yeah. it. Really, really fun. 
Really, really good, yeah. I really liked it as well. Uh, I gave this a B minus. I gave this a B plus. Alright, Meltzer gave it three and a half stars. So, our next match, a uh, triple threat match for the NXT Tag Team titles, Gallus defending against the Creed Brothers and the family. Uh, yeah. It, it was... <laughs> that's, that's a very good expression for it, but... Uh, it was there. It was there. Uh, yeah. Gallus won to retain the tag titles. Yeah. I gave this a C, and surprisingly, this is not the worst match on the show. Oh, it's definitely not the worst match of the night. Uh, night. Uh, I see a minus. Um, Meltzer gave this one and three quarter stars. Yeah, I can understand that. Oh, can, can we say, uh, before we go on to the next mm. match, I made a confession to Fro. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if it was during this match or the next match we're going to talk about. But Booker T did a pet peeve of mine for wrestling. And, and, oh, yeah. And, and <laughs> Booker... Okay. I want to... I want to say this. First off, to Booker, it's not your fault. It's not a only Booker T does this. There no, are a lot of people that do this. <laughs> he did it a lot. <laughs> he did it a lot. During the show, on multiple <laughs> occasions, he was like, oh, they are going to get it on tonight. And I'm like, Booker, it's 10.30 in the morning over there. Please, don't confuse me now. Like, it's like 1.30 in the afternoon here on the East Coast. I don't need to be yeah. confused with my times. Please, yeah. Booker. I, I, I love you, but please, don't confuse me. Again, not Booker's fault. It's just a, a commentator's habit, I guess. Huh. All right, now that I got that out of my system, mm -hmm. uh, next match was the five-way for the North American title. Holy cow, this <laughs> was a great match. Match of the uh, pay-per-view. I'd agree. Yeah, uh, very clearly for me, the uh, best match of this pay-per-view. The spots in this, the tempo, everything, the storytelling was amazing. Yeah, uh, this gets an A plus uh, for me. I mean, this match is so good. There's too many spots to point out, but it's yep. just fantastic. And I like the way that it ended with Wesley yep. getting the pin on Dragunov. Everybody comes off of this looking very well. I gave yeah, this Dragunov was amazing in this. Mm -hmm. Really, really good. Yeah. I gave this an A minus. Mm -hmm. Um Meltzer gave this four and a half stars. Nice. So the next match is the unsanctioned match, Grayson Waller and Johnny Gargano. Again, another really good match. Yeah, very too. Two very good matches in a row. Mm -hmm. uh, I I I land on an A, a for this. Um, 
Probably my second favorite match of the night. There were just so many good spots mm -hmm. in this match. And one of them was Candice LeRae getting involved. Oh, that was and fun. Beating the ever loving crap out of Waller with a kendo stick. His yeah. back was messed up. And it was just a good back and forth match. Gargano mm -hmm. won with the Gargano escape. Right guy went over, I thought. Yep. I gave this an A minus as well, but I do think the North American title match was the better of the two. Mm. Um, Meltzer gave this four and a quarter stars. So then uh, we go to the NXT women's tag title match. Ooh. Oh, these poor women. Oh. And in a lot of ways. Yeah, flowing that. Yeah, uh, so Kiana James and Fallon Henley defend against Isla Dawn and Alba Fire. This match had no chance. Yeah, and uh, it was also was the match I was least looking forward to on this card. Yeah. And they've proven me 110% correct because this was the worst match of the pay-per-view. There's absolutely no doubt in my mind. So, we got to get to the end of the match because this is where... It's like, okay, you know it's... So Kiana James asks Brooke Jensen to give her the purse. Because Fire mm -hmm. and Dawn, for the... When, I, I think you'd agree with me when I say this. For the duration of the match, we're just dominant. Yeah. So James wants the purse. Mm -hmm. Jensen gets the purse. Josh Briggs and Henley are like, no... Don't give her the purse. Because if, you know, if he does and she uses it, they're going to lose the match. <clears throat> well, he ends up keeping the purse. James ends up eating the pin. Dawn and Fire win the tag team titles. Uh, uh, I, I gave this a D. I gave it a D minus. All right, not too far off. Almost an F. Meltzer gave this one and a half stars. Yeah. And then the main event of Stand and Deliver, and I got a funny story for everyone to talk about. Well, Fro already knows, but it'll be funny anyway. Uh, NXT title match, Carmelo Hayes challenging Braun Breaker for the title. So, I'm watching, you know, I'm watching with Fro. We're talking on Skype. My Skype starts to become a pain in the ass on yeah. my main computer. Yeah. We tried six times during this pay-per-view to yeah. do each other. So I was just like, okay, it's not going to happen today. I'm not <laughs> going to win. <laughs> I did. Yeah. So I watched the match, and then we get to maybe the halfway point. And my power briefly goes out because we had been getting some wind. So I'm like, well, great. Now I'm not going to be able to catch the end of the match. And sure enough, when I was finally able to get everything together to get back to it, 
show was over. So I'm like, okay, <laughs> that's know. fine. I, I'll, I'll catch this match Thanks. the first <laughs> chance I get. So I had to watch the match a few days after. A slow start to this match. Mm -hmm. And it really picks up once Trick Williams leaves. And mm -hmm. it ends up becoming a decent match. And the end of the match, uh, Breaker has the Steiner recliner on. You know, he's got the Steiner recliner on. Trick Williams comes back, hits Braun with the belt. The referee's out, by the way. Um, and it's like, okay, this is this is how it ends. No, Braun kicks out. Uh, Breaker tries a move. Carmelo Hayes hits a code breaker. Then he hits the top rope leg drop. One, two, three. Carmelo Hayes wins the match, is the new NXT champion. Yeah, and I was happy because we're going to see the loser of this match on Raw. I mean, there's going to be so much people from NXT showing up on Raw. I can't wait to see all the people that will come back on Raw. I gave this match a B minus. <laughs> I gave it a B plus. And surely this is going to be the only time all weekend that someone who got kicked out during a match will come back and interfere. Mm -hmm. Surely this is surely. the only time. One hundred percent. Meltzer Meltzer gave it three and a quarter stars. Yeah, I can't wait to see Braun Breaker on Raw than, uh, on Raw when he showed up on Raw because that would absolutely happen. So, <laughs> oh man! <laughs> All right. So now we get to WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm I'm just gonna say it right now. I enjoyed both nights of WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah and I'm, I'm, I'm going to be even more controversial than that. I think people are getting a little too upset by night, uh, night 2. I have seen a lot of people like, Oh, Night 2 totally destroyed Night 1. I, I in all honesty, <laughs> I think Night 2 was better than Night 1. And I loved both. Yeah. Well, we'll 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 talk about them when we when we get to it. But yeah. All right. So uh, we're gonna begin with night one. Mm -hmm. And hold on, let me just find the okay because I do have our polls, which we will cover when we're done with the first night. Can I just say that on the pre-show uh, there was amazing pre-show uh, pre matches on both nights. Uh, there being absolutely none. That was yeah. very, very good. Yeah. Like, I... I okay, I'm just going to say this. <laughs> two With, hour... Two, two and a half hour pre-show and no matches. You Amazing. don't need a pre-show! Uh, well, then you don't need two and a half hours to have a pre-show. Exactly. Okay. So, uh, after Miz... And Snoop Dogg, welcome us to WrestleMania. 
we go to our opening match. Austin Theory defending the U.S. title against John Cena. Oh, what what could have been is all I'm going to say with this match. Yeah, no, what, this was a... It's, it's kind of funny. Uh, if you kind of look at both days, the worst match of both nights was, was probably uh, the opening match. <laughs> So, during the match, Austin Theory is biting John Cena. Mm -hmm. Not once, but twice. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, and I'm like, where is this coming from? Yeah. He's never done this. So, uh, ref bump. Cena gets the STF on. Theory is tapping out. There's no referee. Theory hits a low blow, then hits the A-Town down to get the win to retain the U.S. title. No. I kind of knew the result, but it was kind of a disappointing result. I gave this a C. Uh, I don't think the result was disappointing. I think the match itself was disappointing. This gets actually my first F of the night. Wow. I really did not like anything about it. Uh, and, uh, yeah. It was absolutely nothing. Meltzer gave this two and a quarter stars. Mm -hmm. The next match is the men's WrestleMania showcase match. Or as I am going to call it, this match has had no right to be this good match. Yes! Thank you! Uh, oh my god, this was so fun. This uh, it's it, 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 it surprised the heck out of me. Right, like literally, I didn't think it would be this fun. So many good spots, perfectly amount of time allowed. Uh, I would even say that it was a little uh, too short, and I I had a great time with this. This is actually my number three match for night one of WrestleMania. Oh, it's my number three as well. That's how good this match is. Yeah. And props to everybody in this match. Yep. Props to every single person in this match because it just ended up being fantastic. I loved the end. Uh, Ricochet went for the shooting star, but Dawkins got his knees up. Um, Ford hits the frog splash on top of Ricochet to get the three count in the win. Mm -hmm. Fantastic match. I gave it a B plus. I gave it an A minus. Believe it or not. All right. Uh, Meltzer gave this three and three quarter stars. Ooh, that's low. Alright, uh, next match, Logan Paul against Seth Rollins. Logan mm -hmm. Paul uh, zip lines his way to the ring, and we have a conductor uh, trying to lead a chorus, but it sounds very taped. Yeah, this was very piped in. But after that, it ends up being a really good match. Um, at one point, we find out that the bottle of prime energy drink was KSI. And yeah. I and I thought, oh my god, it's our truth. 
Because Bill is racist. Cut, he had the same facial expression. <laughs> also, you didn't know who KSI is. Exactly. Was. I didn't know who KSI is. Uh, just a really great series to end the match. Logan Paul goes yeah. for the elbow drop on the table, hits the bottle. Uh, pedigree for a near fall. Logan Paul hits the GTS and then a frog splash. And then mm -hmm. Rollins hits a super kick and then the curb stop for Rollins to win the match. A really good match. I gave this a B. I gave it a B as well. All right. Uh, Meltzer gave it four and a quarter stars. Ooh, that's high. <laughs> Wait, he didn't? He didn't? He liked this match better than... The last one? Mm-hmm. Crazy man. Well, our next match is the six-woman tag match. Damage control against Becky Lynch, Trish Stratus, and Lita. I felt this match kind of dragged for a while. Yeah, I did. And it only got better maybe the last five, six minutes of the match. Yeah, no, it was a little too long. Um, Becky's team got the win um, mm -hmm. with a pump handle slam off the middle rope. Uh, I gave this a C. Uh, I will give it a C minus. Okay. Meltzer gave this two and three quarter stars. Okay. Then we go to the battle of father versus son. Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio. And yeah, we have a bit of controversy. Have you have you heard about this? Uh, that, well, I knew what happened during the match, but yeah. This no. is before the match. Oh, what happened before the match? Okay. I don't know how we missed this. But in Dominic's video package, mm. uh, they showed different prisons. Mm. One of them was the Auschwitz camp. Oops. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's putting it very nicely from... Oops. <laughs> Oops. 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 Um, I... So, uh, the Auschwitz Memorial Museum released a statement a few days ago. Oh, yeah, that's because that's what you really want to, to hear when we talk about WrestleMania. It, and, I, and I'll read this uh, on Twitter. This is what he put up on Twitter. The fact that Auschwitz image was used to promote a WWE match is hard to call an editing mistake. Exploiting the site that became a symbol of enormous human tragedy is shameless and insults the memory of all victims of Auschwitz. Couldn't agree more. I, I, I do believe WWE has since apologized, but how do you miss that? Yeah, that's a pretty big mistake. I didn't even think about it when I saw the problem. I didn't even see, like, I didn't put two and two together until yeah, I man. read it, and I'm like, oh. Yeah. Uh, 
Um, so besides that error, mm -hmm. uh, both guys had really good entrances. I agree. And, oh, this was such a fun match. This was a fun match. I really liked this match. I did. Uh, I think the result was wrong, but I mean, I thought that about another match uh, on night two. But, uh, <laughs> spoiler alert, main event. Uh, but, uh, but, but I, yeah, I, I thought, I, I thought, I thought it was okay. Um, it was, uh, I, I, yeah, if it wasn't for the, for the ending, that was kind of like anticlimactic. I, I think this would probably be my match of the night. This was just a really fun match because you mm -hmm. had Judgment Day get involved. Legato Del Fantasma got involved. Uh, Aaliyah almost got involved. Mm -hmm. And apparently the whole thing with Dominic throwing the cup on Aaliyah was improvised. It was on the spot. It was not planned. <laughs> Aaliyah was going to kick his ass. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then the end, uh, Dominic grabs a chain, but Bad Bunny, who was doing commentary for the Spanish commentators, took the chain away and basically helped Ray get the win. I really enjoyed this match. I gave it a B-. Uh, I gave it a C plus only because standing was kind of like meh. Okay. Uh, Meltzer gave this four stars. Oh. Okay. So now... We go to the SmackDown Women's Championship match. Rhea Ripley against Charlotte Flair. Yeah, probably in the match of the night, maybe. Oh my gosh. This, this is a debate between what the match of the night is. Oh my yeah. gosh. This is a debate. Uh, a good debate. I, I really like this match. Um, had absolutely no right to being this good. Um, terrible building for this match and uh, very happy for the right woman to go over. Um, good for judgment day. Um, yeah, uh, probably, I, I think I think it's probably uh, my second match of, uh, uh, match of the night because I, I, I do think the tag team was better, but that's more storytelling. Uh, this match was fantastic. It's really um, good. Yeah. Meltzer even says, and I'm looking at it right now, he says this is the best women's match ever at a WrestleMania. Um I agree with that. I agree yeah, with that. Probably. Yeah. At 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 a WrestleMania. Yes. Yeah, I would say so. But man, this crowd was into it. It was back and forth. The end, yeah. you know, they're both on the top rope. And Charlotte takes a nasty bump face first into the post. Yeah, yeah looked very good. Yeah, and then uh, the pump handle slam, the riptide for Rhea wins the match. She wins the SmackDown Women's title. A fantastic match. Mm -hmm. I gave it an A-. minus. I gave it an A-. Meltzer gave it four and three-quarter stars. Cool. 
Um, I do want to mention, uh, this was in the news, but I figured now would be the good time to mention it. Charlotte Flair is going on a break. Yeah, she deserves it. She was only back for three months. She still deserves it. Three months is three months. <sighs> she had like two title defenses before Saturday night. Come on. <laughs> mm, she was there. She was there. Anyway, um, so Miz and Snoop Dogg come out. They announced the attendance for night one, which was 80,497. Mm-hmm. Now, after, now you'd think, okay, they've done that. We're going to go to the main event. Uh, not, not, not quite. Because... Well, it wasn't, I will say this. It wasn't the worst mis um, mismatch of, of the pay-per-view or of the two nights. So, Miz claims that he had put out an open challenge for anybody on social media to meet him in the ring at WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. Well, who should come out but Pat McAfee? And Miz is like, um, I'm, I'm not prepared. I, I'm not ready to do this. Well, Snoop Dogg, since he is the dog father of WrestleMania, says that he can make matches. And we're having a match right now. This is not much. Uh, George Kittle of the 49ers gets involved, helps Pat McAfee. McAfee wins the match. I gave it a D minus. Oh, I'm not going to grade this. That's fine. Meltzer gave us one and a half stars. Yeah, no, it wasn't on the card. It, it, it's a nothing match. Yeah, you don't have to rate. We don't. We don't have to rate everything. There's going to be one where I don't rate. And I think you guys will know why once it happens. But now to the main event of night one of WrestleMania. The WWE Tag Team Titles. The Usos defending against Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Holy cow. What yep. a match. What a match indeed. Um, probably uh, is this my match of the... Two nights. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I will say so. This just told a fantastic story yeah. from beginning to end. And it just had this feeling. It just had this feeling of something big's going to happen. Yeah. And, you know, Zane kicks out of the 1D. They get Owens for a little bit, and then the ending was so perfect. Zayn gets tagged in. He hits three Haluva kicks in a row onto so Jey Uso, and that's the right way to go because the whole like if you think about it, and and I said this earlier in the week on the DK and Bill Wrestling podcast, which you guys could check out. The whole story is Sami Zayn and Jey Uso. Mm -hmm. Because Sami had to convince Jey that he was for the bloodline. And then once he did convince him, he bought into it. And then when Sami, you know, did the chair with Roman, Jey was like, 
oh, I don't know, you know, I, you know, everything Sammy did, and then, and then it was just a great ending. You see Sammy Zane's wife is crying. Uh, KO's holding back tears. Zane is in full emotion. It was just a great match. Maybe the greatest tag team match in WrestleMania history. Uh, I'm going to actually change my grade. I had it at an A-. I'm going to change it to an A. Well, this is getting my biggest grade of the... That is possible. I will give it an S. Wow. Well, yeah. Meltzer gave it five stars. Yep. So, that's night one of WrestleMania. Uh, would you like to know what our fans thought of night one? I would. Well, the majority of the people that voted, and we thank you all for voting, gave night one of WrestleMania a B. I would give it a B. Yeah. Uh, six people gave it an A, and two people gave it a C. Hmm. Yeah, no, I would say B is fair. I, I'm going to give it an A, actually. Hmm. I thought it was that good of a show. Uh, we do have a couple comments. Uh, first from Ed, who's been on the show a few times. His top, his top three moments for night one of WrestleMania. Number three, the Ripley Flair match. Mm -hmm. Two, two, Ray versus Dominic. And number one, Zane and KO versus the Usos. Uh, then we got another comment from Daniel Carr, who wrote, Solid B, the Cena match wasn't good, and neither was the six-woman tag. The Miz-Pat sure. Miz McAfee match was completely unnecessary. Mm -hmm. Normally, that would make the show a C, but the other matches were just that good. Agree. And it's kind of funny to, to think about that every match in night one was won by the contender. Let's see if that happens in night two. Well, we'll see in a moment. Uh, yeah. But we also asked our Facebook group, what was their favorite match of night one of WrestleMania? And in a really close vote, I mean really close... The Usos and Zayn and Owens got the most votes with eight. Charlotte and Rhea got seven. Yeah. Seth, Seth and Logan Paul got three. Ray and Dominic got one vote. Um, the reason why I'm taking the tag title match over the women's title match, although, honestly, you could say either one is the best match. I would not disagree with you. I thought it just had the better story. Yep, and there was no story for the other match. So. Right. Yeah. Uh, Jason Burke said that the tag title match was his favorite match, and Dusty said that Rhea and Charlotte was his favorite match of night one. Okay, let's see if uh, this is going to be continued, because there, I'm sure there's nothing controversial that will happen in night two. Right, right, right. Nothing, nothing at all. All right, so we get to night two. Uh, Miz and Snoop Dogg are introducing <laughs> again, which is going to take us to our opening match 
Omos versus Brock Lesnar. Huh. I wonder if I said this before. I, why is the opening match of uh, both nights so bad? And uh, I did time the match. I promised Profro that I would time the match. <laughs> it was four minutes, 55 seconds. Yay. Just under the five-minute mark. Just mm. under. <laughs> uh, it was under. <laughs> it was under. Under is under. Under is under. Under is under. Uh, okay, here's what I'm going to say. It's a Brock mm. match, but it's also an Omos mm. match. It, mm. it actually wasn't terrible. Okay. It it's just it was what it was. That's okay. that's all I could really say. Um, Brock won. I gave it an E plus. Well, F here it comes. Oh man, I I, I can't mm. wait. I can't wait for this reaction. I'm about to tell you, Dave Meltzer. Rated this match three stars. What the literal? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you, Meltzer. Thank you, Pels. <laughs> hey, I mean, I I'm not going to defend the rating because he mm -hmm. he gave Undertaker and Sean a 25 four and three quarter stars. But anyway, yeah. Yeah. but anyway. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't the worst match I've ever seen. No, but it was the match, uh, worst match of night two. Oh, uh, yeah, that's, I mean, that's agreed, but still, I mean, yeah. it wasn't sloppy. Yeah. Let's just go with that. Yeah. Okay, so our next match is the women's WrestleMania showcase match, which, good luck trying to top the boys. Yeah, no, sadly they could never do that. They 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 gave it a try. They they gave it a try. I I will say this for a match that I did not care at all for. This became very good at the ending. Yeah, I it ended the, up. Yeah, the ending of this match I liked better. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, uh, they they kind of they they hide hide Ronda for. Like all of the like two last minutes of the match. Oh, I yeah. So I, I knew it was kind of like going the way that it was going. Uh, I think the pacing in this match was kind of like all over the place. But, but yeah, no. I I uh, I have a I have a more controversial uh, uh, thing to talk about later in this pay per view. But yeah, no, this was not my kind of match. I'd. It was okay. It was, you know what? It was good for what it was. Yeah. How about that? Uh, yeah. Rhonda and Shayna won. I gave it a C minus. I gave it a D plus. All right. Meltzer gave it two and a half stars. Yeah, that's better. Uh, I do want to report uh, that a couple days ago, Chelsea mm. Green ended up in the hospital. Hmm. And this is what she posted. I thought I celebrated my first mania too hard. Turns out I actually had a severe stomach bug and a distended gallbladder. 
Thank right. God the manager of the ER took care of me. Will not be filing any complaints this weekend. Because, <laughs> you know, her character is, she's a Karen, you know. Yes, yes, yes. I got it. She pulls that off really well, actually. So. All right. So now we get to... And, you know, I, I hate to be the type of guy to say I told you so, but mm -hmm. I told you so. The triple threat match for the Intercontinental title, Gunther, Sheamus, Drew McIntyre. Holy mother of God, this is going down as an all-time classic. I can't say how much I love this match. Uh, I think this is uh, my favorite WrestleMania live, uh, like uh, my favorite match that I saw live, other than uh, uh, Taker Sean um, one. Uh, but I really, really love this. This is getting an S plus for me. Uh, I I thought it, yeah. Like I said, uh, this in night one, like uh, the main event, is is up there of all time favorite matches of of uh, WrestleMania. I really, really think this uh, showcased everybody, and the right person went over as well. So here's a couple reasons why I really liked this match among just about everything else. Number one, nobody interfered in this match because yep. you because you had Sheamus with the brawling you know the brawling brutes, mm -hmm. and you had Gunther with Imperium. Nobody interfered. Yep. And number two, there were no weapons used. Yep. Nobody did anything to cheat. Yep. And you end up. With, you know what? I think I'm just going to say it right now. A top 10 WrestleMania match of all time. This match was incredible. And when that match ended, and Fro, I've, I've been watching wrestling since I was five years old. And mm -hmm. I could I tell you this with all honesty. I don't think I've ever seen a match when it was over, where every single person gave it a standing ovation. The fans, the commentators, the people in the box suites, probably the guys and girls in the back were giving this mm -hmm. a standing ovation. I've never seen that in my life. And it was unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah, and I can also say that uh, we're normally, we were three guys watching WrestleMania, me, Biddle, and Luke. Luke. And we, we shatter and like to talk a lot during matches. This match, we were quiet for. Yeah, we, were we, 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 yeah just, we barely uh, yeah. talked. And uh, that's saying some, something about the quality. I gave this an A+. This is a five-star match to me. Yeah, I think, I think it's six. And you know what? I'm fro. After last week, I'm jumping on your bandwagon with what you said. <laughs> I do believe 
Gunther is going to break the Honky Tonk Man's record. I have a sneaking suspicion he will. And he can do it, too. He can yep. do it. Uh, Meltzer gave his match five stars. Rightfully mm -hmm. so. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I dare anyone to tell me a better match than that. Because I don't think you can. I agree. Alright, so the unfortunate match that had to go next was the Raw Women's title match, Asuka and Bianca Belair. And you know what? They held up. They held up. Yeah, I think this will be kind of con controversial, uh, but I like this as much as I liked the women's match in, in Night 1. This I really, really liked. Uh, I bought everything uh, in this match, and I I really thought this was one of the better, better women's matches I've seen in quite a while. Uh, I did not think I would like this as much as I did. And uh, I don't care what other people say, but, you know, I, I think this was on par as, as the woman match in that one. Yeah, I thought this was really good. I liked the ending. Asuka went for the mist, but mist. M-I-S-S-E-D, mist. Um, uh, uh, then, you know, they try for the finish. Bianca hits the KOD. To retain the title. Uh, I gave this an A minus. Same rating as the women's match from the night before. You totally went out there. I couldn't hear a thing you said. Oh, I gave it an A minus. Oh yeah, I would give it an A uh, plus. Oh, okay. Um, Meltzer gave this three and three quarter stars. Mm. Now, before we go any further, uh, I do want to mention this, and this is a, a little bit of sad news, because during Bianca's entrance, uh, you, you saw the, the young girls dancing, and there was one yep. little girl in particular that danced mm -hmm. at the end. Triple H said in the press conference after the show, that little girl's mom passed away the morning of the show. Yep. That's... Whew, props yep. to that girl. Props to that girl. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. It's real life, folks. You know, but props to her. Absolute props. Yep. Okay. Uh, so, now, uh, Miz and Snoop Dogg are back in the ring to tell us the attendance for night two of WrestleMania, mm -hmm. which was 81,395, which gives us a combined total of 161,892. Mm -hmm. So after that, uh, Miz went to talk to Snoop Dogg and was like, Snoop, I got a problem. You made a match when I wasn't prepared for it last night. And Stoops like, my bad. And Miz was like, alright, I want another match. And Stoops like, alright. I think Miz wanted to go for Snoop Dogg at first. Mm 
Mm-hmm. And Ms. Er, Snoop Dogg's like, nah, you know what? I got somebody else. And oh my God, it is Shane McMahon. And what money, a money, money, pop. Money. What a money. pop this was. Oh my God. The pop was amazing. And we're watching yeah. it and we're like, holy shit, it's Shane. Yeah. Cause yep. the la cause the last time he was there was that mess at the Royal Rumble. And uh, remember what Win said: he will never come back as long as I am in charge of the company. Huh, well, I wonder. Hmm. So we're now going to get Shane and the Miz. Yeah, this is a five-star march. With sarcasm. <laughs> So during the match, uh, Jesus Christ! Oh my God, this it's is so awful. <laughs> it's awful, but funny. <laughs> Shane does a leapfrog. Mm -hmm. When he lands, he ends up blowing out his quadricep. Yeah. Meanwhile, smart Alex, Luke, and Fro over here are like. Oh, this is planned. This is part of the plan. Then he's not really hurt. I'm like, bullshit. He's hurt. He's hurt. He ends up. He ends up getting the same injury that his dad had. <laughs> like DK pointed out to me, man. It's the same injury that Triple H had. It's the same injury that Vince had. Now Shade has it. Uh, Stephanie might not want to ever go into the ring. <laughs> so, while this is all happening, Snoop Dogg, with the power of improvis improvisation, gets mm -hmm. in the ring, knocks out Snoop, or knocks out The Miz. And then, again, Snoop, I love you. I respect you for everything you've done. But for the love of God, please don't ever run the ropes again. Oh, it was amazing. Oh, my God. Yeah. And Snoop gets the win. Snoop, Snoop saved WrestleMania. He did. He saved this show. Sure. He did. Don't you lie. Um... Because of this, I did not give this a grade. Yeah, no, I couldn't. Yeah. However, Meltzer did. Good for him. And he gave it one star, and he put in parentheses, purely for how well they did the save. <sighs> Alright, so after that, uh, our next match is Hell in a Cell. But before we get that, what? Russell Crowe? Yes, <laughs> Russell Crowe, star of the movie The Pope's Exorcist, which is coming out real soon, mm -hmm. is doing some narration as the cell is being lowered. I'm like, this is actually pretty cool. He <laughs> was real cool, yeah. Thank God. Russell Crowe, because you know Russell Crowe likes to fight around the world. But yeah, now this this was a very very good match. Uh, uh, actually, surprisingly good. 
I, I thought this had the best entrances of the weekend. Edge comes oh, up. Oh, really good. Yeah. Edge comes up, and they're playing Slayer. Mm -hmm. And and I said to Luke at Fro, wow, I would have never had Slayer being played at WrestleMania on my bingo card. And then three <laughs> minutes later, Corey Graves says line for line what I just said. Yep. He stole it from you. Yeah, he, he, he has some microphone hidden in here. Mm -hmm. And then Finn comes out as the demon. Really good entrance. So... The match starts off really good. Like, it's starting good. And then we get the spot. Edge grabs a ladder. He throws the ladder at Finn. And at first, it looks like, okay, Finn got his hands up in time. Well, he was bleeding everywhere. And they had to stop the match to stop the blood flowing. And... As we were explaining to Fro, there are some state commissions where you have to, like, blood is kind of like X-Nade on. So, they stopped the match to fix Finn up. They, the match eventually does continue, and it ends up being a good match, like Fro said. Yeah. And, and too bad it went a little short on time because uh, because of uh, yeah what happened. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Edge hit the concerto to win the match. Uh, I think the the stoppage of the match hurt the grade a little bit for me, but it's not uh not too much of a hurt. Mm -hmm. I gave it a B plus. Yeah, I would give it a B minus. All right. Uh, Meltzer gave it three and three-quarter stars. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm just going to ask, have you seen the picture of Finn's cut? I have. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I, I was like, oh. Yeah. That was kind of how like I was. Touch. All right. So, now... Now we're at the main event for the WWE Undisputed Universal WWE Championship of the Millennium. Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns. Now, before I get into this, um, if you noticed, Cody gave his belt to Brody Lee's son, Negative One. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, apparently there were some people that were upset that Brody was there at WrestleMania and was calling him and his mother and his family backstabbers for being at WrestleMania. I'm sorry. Aren't can we be friends outside of the per kiss my ass? Yeah. All right. So anyway. To the match. My mom always said stupid is a stupid ass. Yeah, I agree. So this the the match has a slow build the first few minutes. But it does pick up and it does get better. Solo Sokoa interferes a few times in this match. After the third time he interferes, the referee kicks Solo out from ringside. 
and this crowd is pumped and it's like oh my this is gonna be it that you know this is going to be it yep so we get a ref bump in the match and cody's got a pin on roman he's got him beat all of a sudden here come the usos to help out and it's like and it's like oh no you know well here comes ko and sammy to help things out even the odds and we go back and forth and back and forth you're you know you're getting the superman punches the spears the kick from the middle rope cody even puts on a figure four leg lock and it's like this could be it this this could be it and then we get to the ending so cody hits crossroads on roman reigns mm -hmm. and he's like no i want to hit a second one he hits a second one paul Heyman climbs up to the apron to distract the referee as Cody is going for his third crossroads, out of nowhere, Solo Sokoa comes back, hits the Samoan spike onto Cody, Reigns hits a spear, one, two, three, Roman retains the title in a shocking ending. Yeah, um... People are very angry at this match. Uh, yeah. I really, really thought this was an amazing match. One of, probably one of the better main events in, in history. No joke. Uh, do I agree with the ending? No. Does it come a little bit down? Sure, but, but uh, the match itself from blow to blow? I thought one of the better matches both Reigns and uh, and Cody has had. Uh, really liked it. I, I gave this an A. Uh, I can understand that people are angry at the outcome of it, but uh, yeah, no, it was a good match. Oh, yeah. Like, the ending doesn't take away from what the actual match was. Nope. And it was a really good match. It it really was. Yeah. Um, I think the ending could have been a little different, but I understand where they were going with it. Mm -hmm. So I'm not as upset as a bunch of other people. I thought now was the time to do it, but um, I, I, I guess not. Uh, I gave it an A-. minus. Yeah, I think people will be a little bit upset that we give it such such a high score, but uh, but the match was good. It. The match yeah, was good. That's the thing. Yeah, I know. Uh, Meltzer gave this four and a half stars. Okay. All right. Now let's go to our Facebook group and see what they thought of night two of WrestleMania. The majority of the people who voted gave this a C. 
With a, with a few people giving it a B and two people giving it an A and one person giving it a D. I would give it a B. I'm actually gonna give this an A. Yeah. But night one, like I thought night two was better, but I was kind of convinced. You know what? You're right. Night one is just a little bit more better than night two. Not by much, but it's close. Uh, we do have a comment from Dusty who said the show overall was about a B plus, closer to an A minus than a B. Now, as far as favorite matches for night two of WrestleMania, uh, this one's kind of a no-brainer. Eleven people went with the triple threat match for the Intercontinental yeah. title. Uh, they are correct. Four people went with Roman versus Cody, and two yeah. went with the Hell in a Cell match. Uh, we do have a couple of comments. Dusty said, I can't believe they cut the cage match short due to blood. I don't care that they banned blading, but to be that scared to show blood is ridiculous. Why have yeah. weapons anymore or cage matches? Hell in a Cell? More like heck in a cell, right? <laughs> That's funny. And then uh, Gary wrote, Don't know, man. Blood was pouring pretty good just a few seconds later. If he wouldn't have gotten medical attention, pretty sure he would have looked like Eddie from his match with JBL. Don't think yeah. they want that look at WrestleMania. And, and I agree with that. Yeah. And uh, finally, Chrissy wrote, It could possibly be a state thing, too. Some states require the match and at sight of blood or yep. risk a fine, which yep. is what we had talked about. Uh, but yeah, my my choice is the triple threat match, and I think the same with you. So yep. All right. Uh, well, that's going to do it for the show. Uh, absolutely nothing else happened. Uh, <laughs> oh, wait. We we've got to we, yeah. we we we've got to do raw, don't we? Uh, we certainly have to do raw. Son of a bitch. Okay. Now I'm. <laughs> I want to state before uh, we before we go any further. All right. I caught the majority of this show. Okay. The, the the rest I read, you know, on the internet. But I saw a good right. enough portion of it. Yeah, no, so, I saw. Sadly, I saw all of it. Well, let's get this over with. So, uh, Triple H comes out, he gives a speech saying, we're not going anywhere, we're here now, forever, together, blah, 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 blah. Yep. Then we get a really good segment. This is the highlight of the night for me, with mm -hmm. Roman and Cody. Really good. And Cody's like, you know what, you won, but you didn't really beat me. And Cody wants another shot at the title tonight. And Paul Heyman's like, no. You're not getting a shot tonight. You're not getting a shot tomorrow night. You're not getting it in Madison Square Garden. You're not getting it at SummerSlam, Royal Rumble, Survivor Series, WrestleMania. You're not getting another shot. We'll have to see how this goes. Mm -hmm. So then Cody's like... All right, well, since I can't have a title shot, 
how about a tag match? And they're like, okay, you could have a tag match. You and whoever you can find against Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa. Uh, that's not entirely true. They had to be well, in I was, wrestling. I was getting to that part. I was getting okay. to that part. Okay, okay. The two conditions for his partner were uh -huh. they had to compete at WrestleMania, and if they do team up, they can never go for the title as long as Roman is champion. So I'm like, huh, okay, wonder who this could be. It's Brock Lesnar! Yay! Because Brock had his shot and lost it. True. So, there's your main event for tonight. Roman Reigns, Solo Sokoa, Cody Rhodes, Brock Lesnar. Going to be a hell of a match. Yeah, good night, everyone. <laughs> so, then we go to our... Oh, yeah, by the way, uh, they didn't say this before Raw, but this first mm -hmm. hour is commercial-free. Yep. First hour is commercial-free. Uh, so... Our first match is Omos against Elias. Jesus Christ, this was bad. It sounds just like it should be. Omos wins in a what minute. A match. In a minute nothing. forty-one. Yeah. A minute forty-one. I wonder if that is going to be a thing in this round. If there's going to be very short matches, or if it's going to be long ones. Hmm. I don't know. Let's wait and see. Well, uh, then we briefly get the Usos. They're going to talk to mm -hmm. Roman, but Paul's like, uh, he's actually out taking care of business. Uh, you guys actually have the night off tonight. <laughs> and they're like, okay. So then we get a video package for the WWE Hall of Fame. And, mm -hmm. hey, look, it's Bad Bunny. He's at ringside. Mm -hmm. And they talk about how the next pay-per-view is in Puerto Rico, which is Backlash. And Bad Bunny talks about how he's happy about this pay-per-view being in Puerto Rico. And Booyaka Booyaka, Rey Mysterio comes out. And he's going to cut a promo talking about how this weekend was such a wonderful weekend. He went into the Hall of Fame. He beat his son. He did everything he said he would do. And then here comes Austin Theory, who comes out. And he says, Ray, you and I are the only people here who said they were going to do what we were going to do and win at WrestleMania. <laughs> No. <laughs> Such a bad problem. Well, I mean, <laughs> like Austin did. What... Yeah, but it wasn't really true that they were the only ones. I know. Like, that's Roman that's said he would win. Right. DK said that too. <laughs> so we have the match. Non-title match, by the way. Mm. The end of the match, Dominic interferes. Oh, what the shark? Uh, Theory ducks out of the 619. He hits the A-Town down, wins the match. Second longest match of the show. Yeah. So after the match, Priest and Dominic 
beat up on Ray. And a Dominic sees Bad Bunny. So they go outside and they're talking in Spanish. And Bunny hits a punch onto Dominic. Well, Damien catches this. He pulls Bad Bunny over the guardrail. They're mm -hmm. having a talk. And Bad Bunny slaps Damien. Well, this was a mistake. Because Bad Bunny ends up getting choke slammed through the table. Yeehaw. Yeehaw, indeed. So, uh, after that, uh, Dominic and Damien say some words. Nothing important. Then we get KO and Sami Zayn coming out. And they're here to celebrate winning the tag team titles. And you know how KO wants to celebrate Fro? Do you no. know? How? He wants to fight. Oh. So they issue an open challenge to any team to come out and fight them. I wonder what team that will be. Well, it ends up being the Street Profits. Oh, that couldn't be because they won. <laughs> right? Uh. Oh, boy. So, af so, after, you know, they say, like, hey, we want a WrestleMania. You guys want a WrestleMania. Let's have a match. Yeah. Yeah. They, ha they, they have a match. Longest They've match of the night. This sure was a match. Sadly, this is the best match of the show. Yeah, and I would probably give it like a D. <laughs> so, uh, Zayn and Owens win. Against yeah. the team that won the showcase match where there was nothing on the line. Yeah. Yeah. So, now we get an interview with... Bobby Lat. Hold on. Let me see. let me make sure I do this right. No, we have a sick. We have an interview with Seth Rollins, mm -hmm. who looks like he is wearing Cruella Deville's costume. Well, and, he looks exactly like Cruella Deville. And he's like, you know, I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna <laughs> celebrate with the fans. <laughs> so they play the music. They do the chant. Hey, we're going to go to a commercial break. We come back from commercial break, still doing the chant. And yeah. it's like, okay. And then... Yeah, can't, can't wait to see what match she will have. And then Seth leaves. Yeah. That's all he did on this uh, Raw. He came out, they sung his song, and he went out again. Arrive. Amazing. Amazing. Arrive, sing my song, leave. That'll be a new shirt. <laughs> Such a terrible show. <laughs> so, uh, we go to the back where Bobby Lashley is getting interviewed. Mm. And he talks about while he's happy that he won the Battle Royal, mm. he wasn't on WrestleMania. And then... Well, that's not really true. Well, he didn't have a match at WrestleMania. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So here comes Bronson Reed. And he goes up to him and he's like, One day, I'm going to be the pupil. You're going to be my teacher. And when we meet, I'm going to beat the teacher. 
It's like, oh, so like, oh, that's nice. Okay, cool. He's called out up to all. Oh, wait. <laughs> so after that, Mustafa Ali shows up. Oh, poor Mustafa. So he goes to Bobby, and he goes, Bobby, you shouldn't take no for an answer anymore. What the fuck was this? <laughs> and, and Bobby's like, yeah, you're right. You should just say yes from now on. Yeah, you're right. I'm going to fight you in the ring. Wait, no, no. Bobby drags Mustafa out. Bobby wins in 38 seconds. 38 seconds, Fro, was the match. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Now, we've got to get to my favorite thing of the entire night of this show. I laughed out loud when this happened. Okay. So in the back, we have Paul Heyman, Roman Reigns, and Solo Sokoa. Roman asks, Paul, did he know Brock Lesnar was going to show up tonight? And mm -hmm. he said, no, my tribal chief. I didn't know. Normally, after WrestleMania, he takes six to nine months off. And so that do I. Funny. Which is why yeah. I love you. You got me out of that. I'm like, Damn, way for telling the truth there, pal. Yeah. <laughs> he normally takes six to nine months off. <laughs> that was funny. Oh, the truth hurts, doesn't it, folk? All right. So Bianca Belair comes out. She cuts a promo. And Rhea Ripley comes out in the middle of the segment. And she talks about, you know, I could have chosen you for WrestleMania. But I chose Charlotte instead. And I won. And I'm the champion now. And Rhea says basically at the end, one day, you and I, we're going to meet. And when we meet, I'm going to win. So you're planting the seeds right there for something real big that could happen. Real big. Yeah. Probably a title unification match, I'm thinking. Wouldn't be a bad idea. Nope. So, after Rhea leaves the ring, here comes Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez. Because, you know. <sighs> and they're going to face... Well, the... yeah. Go ahead. No, no. Yeah, no. I, I know, sadly. And they're going to face Dakota Kai and Io Sky in a match where the winner is the number one contender to the women's tag team titles. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, the, the winner of the match is the number one contender to the women's tag team titles. Oh, you mean two teams that never wins are going to fight each other for uh, opportunity uh, for the... This is weird. And one of them was in the women's showcase match, which should have been for the number one contendership, but, you know. Um, Fro, this match was not originally supposed to happen. No, it wasn't. Uh, I can tell you that according 
people that was there, they did 25 changes, or was it 20 of them, um, uh, to this uh, uh, match. This show, yeah. This, yeah, this show. Because this was. Yes, who was in Gorilla? Yep. Walt Disney. <laughs> That's what people on Facebook uh, have been calling him as Walt Disney. Well, so anyway, I wish I wish that was true because then he would be dead. Wow. Yep. So anyway, we were supposed to have gotten two triple threat matches yep. with, with the two winners to face each other, with the winner to decide the next challenger for the Raw Women's title. Yeah. But instead, we get this match. Yeah. Nothing against the women. It's just... The booking of this is terrible. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Uh, like, this This raw smelled Vince. No, it, it didn't smell. It stank Vince all over the place. Yeah. Uh, Liv and Raquel win the match in seven minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we get a backstage promo with Trish, Lita, and Becky. And Becky says, we'll put the titles on the line next week. <sighs> yeah, way to, way to hype that match. So then, The Miz comes out. He cuts a promo. And he's awesome, isn't he? And he talks about how he was embarrassed at WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. And how no one is ever going to surprise him again. Oh, and and then, bro, Riddle returns. Yay! The only fucking return of the night. Hey, I did call it. The only return. The only return. And it was no people got called up, and no one other returned. No, nope. but Riddle. Yep. And this is a disgrace. This is the WrestleMania. This is the rollout of the WrestleMania. Why is there more people here? And, Jesus. And Riddle hits the bro Derek on the Miz. And that's the end of the segment. Yep. Oh, and uh, we get uh, a couple of matches announced for Raw next week. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get the women's tag title match. Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez will get their shot against Becky and Lita. And mm -hmm. Matt Riddle will face The Miz next week on Raw. Uh, uh, I don't want to see that match. But now it's time for the main event of the evening. Hey, how, how much is it time for this main event? How long uh, is it before the clock runs down? Could it be I, like 10 minutes or something? About 10 minutes, yeah. Yeah, so this will not go far or long. So hmm. it's Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa against Cody Rhodes and Brock Lesnar. And before the match even begins, Brock Lesnar F5's Cody. Good night, everybody. I'm going to use the words that Brian Alvarez used to talk about how this happened. He beat up Cody Rhodes. And he beat him. 
and he beat him 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 basically that's all he did for the last 10 minutes of raw amazing now that is how you put someone over isn't it now they did say on smackdown why brock did this. Are you ready for the reason? I saw SmackDown, so yeah. The reason Brock did this was because his match went first and Cody's match went last. Such a stupid... Um... <sighs> I, I, I'm pretty sure 81,000 people did not pay tickets to see Brock Lesnar and Omos. <laughs> if that went last, I would be so angry. <laughs> uh. All right. Now, Fro, all, uh -huh. in, in, in all seriousness aside, have you, yeah. heard, of the, have you heard of the website cagematch.net? No. Okay. This is a good website to use for pretty much any wrestling fan around the world. And uh, they keep track of ratings, you know, that fans give of shows and matches and stuff. Mm -hmm. This Raw got the lowest rating in the history of the website. Huh. Wonder why. Would you... Because it was awful. Would you venture to take a guess at what the rating is as of this recording? F. F. All right, could you put it in a number? Oh, uh, one and a half star. You're being generous. Oh. 0. 0.63. <laughs> Not. Uh. Not 1.63.63 with a zero in front of it. The worst rating ever on cagematch.net. Yeah, doesn't surprise me. Huh. Uh, and briefly, SmackDown, nothing really happened except Triple H said they're doing a draft. I don't know, I thought it was a good SmackDown. It was an okay SmackDown, it was better than Raw. Well, main event was good, but other than yeah. that, other than that, yeah. it, it was, you didn't miss much. Yeah. All right, uh, well, that. That's gonna do it. That that's the WrestleMania week. Um, <laughs> it definitely had its highs and lows, to say the least. Uh, we're we're in a we're in a brave new world, my man. A brave new world. So um, there's really nothing to say there. Uh, real quick. What did you and Luke talk about this week on Another Digital Citizen? Uh, that's a very good question. I didn't prepare to answer that question. Uh, what did we talk about? Um, 
of things. Go and listen to it. Uh, another digital citizen. Yeah, we're on everything. Um, trying to remember, if there was anything? No, not really. I mean, besides those politicians getting kicked out of Tennessee, but other than that, you know, nothing else. Yeah. Um, if you guys have any questions or comments, send an email, wrestlingman at thatwrestlingshow.com. Don't forget to follow the show on Twitter, WrestlingShow11. Follow us on Instagram, thatwrestlingshow, and join our Facebook group where we have over 500 members in our group. 500. Now to plug uh, our friends and podcasts you guys should check out, starting with our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast with Joe Morata and Michael Quinn. This week, it's another episode in the 1985 canon as they watch WWF Championship Wrestling from September 7th, 1985. And just came out yesterday. These guys are the only guys we're plugging their Patreon for their review of In Your House 7, Good Friends, Better Enemies, just came out on Patreon yesterday on the $5 tier. So check it out. Our vantage point. Also, check out Greetings from Allentown and GFA Live with Peter and Keithy as, well, it's kind of a back-to-back. -back. They got two episodes that they watch, an episode of World Championship Wrestling from November 26, 1988, featuring the infamous Dusty Rhodes Road Warriors Spike Angle, and... Mm an episode of Superstars of Wrestling from that exact same day where Bad News Brown roughs up WWF President Jack Tunney. That's this week on GFA Live. Also, check out Juice Pro Wrestling as this week, them Juice Boys have a variety of topics to talk about, including WrestleMania, the WWE UFC merger, the Hall of Fame and Conan's speech, and much more. That's this week on Juice Pro Wrestling. And check out the Memphis Continental Wrestling cast with Luke Jennings as he watches another episode of Memphis Wrestling from 1983. His next episode is episode 100. Can't wait for that one. So check it out, wow. the Memphis Continental Wrestling cast. Now, if you are looking for non-wrestling-related podcasts, Check out the Best Pick Movie Podcast, where this week Tom Selinski interviews special guests Pamela Ribbon and Sarah Gunnard's Gunnard. I'm gonna I'm gonna mess this name up. Gunnar's <laughs> daughter, who made uh -huh. the movie My Year of Dicks, that is on the Best Pick oh, yeah. Movie I Podcast. Heard of that. I heard of that movie. Yeah. Any good? Uh, yeah, I heard uh, it's pretty good. Uh, I heard it was very funny. Well, maybe we'll check it out. Yeah. Also, check out Escape from Vault Disney, where they're continuing not on Disney Plus Month, where this time they watch DTV Golden Oldies, which is actually up on YouTube. You guys can check that out as well. Uh, it's a really fun episode. I got to listen to it last night. So check it out. Escape from Vault Disney. Also, check out Acid Washed Memories with Joe and Michael Quinn. This week, they discuss Woodstock 94. That's the one with the mud, mm. not the one with the fire. That's 99. So check yeah. it out, Acid Washed Memories. 
And finally, check out Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast, where I review each and every South Park episode. This week, I reviewed the season 19 episode, The City Part of Town. That is this week on Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast. Well, uh, next week, I think we're just going to take it easy. We're probably going to do a light show. The last two weeks have been over two hours, so... Uh, unless something major happens... No! Don't uh, put that into the world! <laughs> no! It's not allowed to happen in the, in the next week. Just saying. I'm All tired. Right. Uh, everybody, have a good week. Have a happy Easter for those that celebrate Easter. And come back next week for another episode of That Wrestling Show, the podcast where all pro wrestling matters. And, oh, look, the Easter bunny's out my window. Mmm, rest long. No, no, he's really out my window. All right. He's got a basket. Uh-huh. And, oh, my God, he's got a gun. Quick, dive! <laughs> pew, 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 pew.